think hiring a healthcare marketing agency is gonna skyrocket your business? Think again. In this video, I'm gonna share with you why considering to hire an agency to help you grow your health business is a massive mistake. Hey, welcome to The Healthpreneur Show. I'm Uriel Kame, CEO and founder of Healthpreneur. You are listening to this because you are a health professional or coach who is committed and driven to growing a successful virtual practice or coaching business online. In these episodes, I'm going to give you the best of the best when it comes to marketing, sales, mindset, business growth in general to help you achieve those goals. So without any further ado, let's dive right in. Hiring an agency to help you grow your business is kind of like hiring a trainer, expecting them to work out for you, yet you get in great shape. Now, how does this apply to your business? Well, what I want to share with you in this video are three reasons why I think it's a massive mistake to hire an agency. I'm also gonna show you the two times when it might make sense. And at the very end, I'm gonna share what you should do instead. Cool. So here's the thing is a little bit of context. So our business, uh, we do multiple eight figures. And when we first started Health Furnace seven years ago, as of the shooting, I ran all of my own traffic, which meant I ran all of our ads. I knew how to do it very well. This is obviously something that we teach our clients. And after building the business pretty much on my own back, running the ads for a couple of years, you know, we were at multiple seven figures. I said, you know what? Let me hand this off to someone else to do. And I had a really good friend in this space. I actually have a lot of good friends in this space who have agencies. So no disrespect to them, but I just want to share with you what happened. So from that point where we handed off our ads to this first agency and then did that for about a year and a half. And then we parted ways and went to a different agency and did that for about a year and then parted ways and went to a different agency. We went through a, a series of four different agencies, okay? And over the span of three and a half, four years, we spent north of $550,000 in monthly retainers, okay? So I'm, I'm providing a bit of context here. I just want you to understand where I'm coming from with this. I'm not just, you know, shooting the breeze here out of thin air. I'm sharing this with you because I've been through this experience and I've seen many other health professionals make the catastrophic mistake that I'm about to share with you. So we invested uh, a lot of money over the space of four years and some of it was good. You know, the results were less than spectacular and I'll share what we did instead after that journey. But I want to share the three lessons why I don't think it's a good idea for you, a health professional, to outsource your marketing to an agency. I understand you're a health professional just like I am, right? You want to maybe spend more of your time with your patients. You don't want to have to build the business and do the marketing and do all that stuff. But here's the thing. Do you want a business or do you want a job? Because if you just want a job, then by all means, keep working one-on-one -on -one with patients and clients all day long and continue to stay inside that prison because there's no escape in that if you do that. Or you could actually learn how to run your business like a CEO. And that means taking the reins of your business because quite honestly, no one's coming on a white horse to save your business. It's not going to happen. So I want to share the first point here is if you're considering hiring an agency, you will always get what you pay for. This is the only place that I have not seen that to be true is with wine. I don't really drink, but you know, when I have the occasional glass of wine, the most expensive bottle isn't necessarily the best one. But outside of that, almost everything that I've experienced in my 20 years in business points to the fact that you always get what you pay for. So I've had people, uh, they'll talk with me and they're like, yeah, like, you know, I, I just brought on a team to do my marketing. I'm like, hold on. What do you mean by you brought on a team to do your marketing? Yeah, like I would source it to some, some VAs and they're going to take care of my social posting and ads. I'm like, please, you might as well just declare bankruptcy right now. Like you've handed over the most important part of your business to people who most likely are not that good. And I'll give you the acid test. 
If you are paying an agency whose sole purpose is to do your marketing, i.e. drive leads, drive book calls, potential clients into your business, and you are paying them anything less than fifteen dollars to $20,000 a month, you are getting garbage. So if you think you're going to pay an agency $2,000 a month and they're going to create miracles for you, it's not going to happen. I'm really, really sorry to say that, but it's not going to happen. Remember, when I talk about an agency, I'm talking about someone or a company who is doing it for you. They are 100% on the hook for generating business for your business. And a good agency who knows what they're doing, in my experience, regardless of the platform, you're going to be paying fifteen dollars to 20000 a month minimum. That might just be the retainer. It might be the retainer plus a percentage of ad spend. It might be some other type of agreement based on appointments booked or whatever it is, but you're going to be looking at that type of neighborhood in terms of cost. So you might say to yourself, well, that doesn't seem that bad. I mean, if they're driving, you know, multiples more of that in terms of new business, that's a good trade-off. Well, it is. But let me walk into my second point. Number one, first and foremost, most people are not willing to invest that amount of money up front. Okay, so that's the bigger issue. So a lot of people choose the cheapest route and usually the most expensive option is the cheapest one because the cheapest one is usually pretty shit. But even if you chose a better version, a better option, right? You're paying a premium price. The second point, the second reason I don't think it's a good idea is because you will always be back at zero. Here's what I mean by this is you will work with this agency for an extended period of time and it's usually not gonna be forever. In my experience, it never is. Might be a year, might be six months, might be two years. It doesn't matter. At some point, that relationship is going to end. And what happens when that relationship ends is they go their way, you go your way. But your way is coming right back to ground zero because you haven't built the skills you need to do what they were doing. And so what ends up happening is now you're literally screwed. You're, you're like scrambling, try to find another agency or someone else to fill the gap because you don't have the skills required to market properly. And that's a very dangerous place to be. I can tell you from firsthand experience, if you don't know how to market, you will always be at the mercy of other people who think they do, but will never market as well as you could if you built the skills in the first place. So what do I mean by marketing? Marketing is an umbrella. There's a lot of subcategories and sub skills underneath that. But the basic one is understanding what good messaging looks like. Messaging is the number one form of communication, if you will, on the internet, right? When I I say messaging, I'm talking to like typing words onto a computer, right? You're going to be posting this stuff online somewhere. Messaging is about you being able to connect with your audience and thinking that an agency who is not you and your business is going to have a better time crafting messaging than you will is delusional. Again, I'm sure this from personal experience. I'm I'm talking about working with some of the best agencies on the planet for coaching businesses looking to scale. And I'm expecting them to write ads and messaging better than I can to my audience who I know intimately. It's crazy. I mean, maybe eventually, but listen, you got to learn this skill. Now, here's the difference. When I was running my own traffic, all of my marketing, when I talk about my marketing in the context of our business, at the time, it was mostly Facebook ads. So I wrote a lot of ads every single day. I wrote, but Yuri, I don't want to write every day. Good. Then you'll always stay stuck right? I don't want to work out every day. Good. Then you're not going to be in shape. The thing you have to understand is like the most important gap between where you are and where you want to be are the skills you currently don't have. So would it be a fair trade-off? Would it be worth it to you if you could spend 30 minutes a day, every single day to simply write one page in a Google doc? 
And knowing that doing that practice alone would help you build the skill of communication, of being able to put stuff in front of your audience that actually connects with them. So that eventually, the more they hear from you, the more they're willing to take action. Do you think that might be a worthwhile endeavor? If the answer is no, then I wish you all the best. But if the answer is yes, good job. You have what it takes to be a successful business owner. And if you don't want to do that stuff, you have to understand that you're basically saying, I'm signing up to be a practitioner for the rest of my life. I'm happy to burn out. I'm happy to spend 16 to 18 hours a day working with clients or patients one-on-one, and I'm not willing to learn this stuff. That's cool. You don't have to learn the skills, but you're going to have trouble paying the bills. So it's your choice, right? And I share this because I was that guy. When I started as a trainer and nutritionist, I worked seven years, 12 to 14 hours a day. I had no clue about business and no idea about marketing and sales. I had to learn that stuff after struggling and struggling and struggling. So I'm sharing this with you from experience. So if you don't build the skills, then you will never get where you want to go unless you're constantly relying on other people. But the other reason it's important to build the skills is should you ever hire someone else, whether it's internal or an agency, you will know what good looks like. This is also a very pertinent conversation with what's happening right now with ChatGPT and AI. A lot of people think they can just plug a prompt into ChatGPT and it's going to give you marketing material. Here's the danger though. How do you know that it's good? Unless you know what great looks like, you're not going to be able to decipher what you're getting from AI. So you're going to put in a basic prompt. You're going to get a really vanilla type of response, whether it's an ad or an email or whatever it is. And you're going to think, cool, I got a, I got a thing in five seconds. I'm going to use that in, in my marketing and, and here we go. And then you waste money because it doesn't perform well. And then you continue doing that. And then you think that chat GPT is a waste of time or a waste of money. But the reality is that you don't have the skill set to know what good looks like versus shit. And this is why nothing replaces you building the skill. And this is why you have to have the mindset of learning the skills required to build a business. Now, I'm not saying you have to write your own ads and run your own ads for the rest of time, but it's important because when you do hire someone or hire an agency, you have to know if they're good at what they do. If someone on their team writes a marketing piece for your business and you're looking at it and you're like, this is absolute garbage, you have to be able to identify why it's garbage so you can provide feedback and coaching to help them. Then again, why are you paying them, right? So, the, prob- the second problem I have with agencies is that you don't fundamentally build the skills, okay? Hey, hope you're enjoying the show so far. Just popping in real quick to let you know that I am on Instagram. If we're not connected yet on the good old IG, hit me up. I'm at healthpreneur, not any of the other fake accounts, but just at healthpreneur. Be sure to follow me on Instagram and send me a DM. Let me know how you like the show or really anything else you need help with to grow your virtual health practice or coaching business online. So once again, that's at healthpreneur on Instagram. In the meantime, let's get back to the show. Third is they don't care about your business. Okay. I mean, they obviously do. I'm like, obviously they want you to win, et cetera, because it's good for them. But fundamentally, they don't care about your business. So I'll give you an example. So the last agency that we worked with a couple of years ago, it would take four days, four days to get a new ad published. And in our company, one of our core values is speed is king. It was driving me crazy. I'm like, how does it take four days to publish an ad? The ad is in the Google Doc and get it live. And the reason for that is because it's not an efficient process. Even if you have a dedicated account manager, unless they're great, they have, other, they have other people they're looking after, other clients they're looking after, all sorts of assets they're juggling, and you're just, you know, they're 11 to 12 o'clock on a Tuesday, right? They don't have a vested interest in your success unless they have some type of tie to revenue or profit that they're generating, in which case that's an interesting proposition potentially. But 
again, it's they don't care about your business because you're simply a number on their client roster. Now you might say, okay, well, what's the difference between that and a coaching business? So let me just give you the, the, the rundown here. In a coaching business, you as the client do the work. That's the difference. So you have to show up no matter what. Like in our case, we have right now 347 active clients in our one coaching program as of this video. Am I fully vested in every single one of my clients' businesses? No, not. No. I mean, I know all of my clients and the ones that I don't know are the ones that don't show up, right? But in the nature of a coaching relationship, those clients have to show up and do the work. They follow our coaching. They follow our process. They lean in for support and we help them when you do it with that. Now, do you think I could run an agency with 347 people as clients? There's no way because the level of my attention and energy on your stuff needs to be astronomical because now I'm the one who's doing the work. If I'm the one generating the leads, closing the deals, writing the ads, I am on the hook for everything as the agency owner. And if I don't give a shit about your business, then that's a very big problem. In a coaching relationship, you are responsible to your clients, not for your clients. But in an agency relationship, in most cases, you're responsible for that client because a lot of the work is done for them and the outcome to some degree is guaranteed based on your effort and expertise. That can be a good situation, but it can also really be bad if they don't do a good job because they're the ones taking ownership of driving business into your business. And if they don't do a good job, you're, you're like, what do I do? It's, it's like they're the ones doing the work. So you almost feel handcuffed and you're not in control because they're the ones who are doing the work, okay? So three quick reminders. One, you always get what you pay for. If you're trying to go on the cheap, you're going to get a terrible service, terrible agency in most cases. Because if you think about this, if an agency is charging $2,000, where do you think they are sourcing their people from? Do you think they're getting the best in class or do you think they're getting like third world VAs? Just think about that, okay? Second is you don't build the skills if you outsource and delegate everything to someone else. And then when they leave or when you part ways, you're back to ground zero and you're screwed. And third, they don't care about your business as much as you do. No one's going to care about your business as much as you do. Okay, so those are three reasons why I don't think it's a good idea for most health professionals to outsource their healthcare marketing to an agency. So when does it make sense to hire an agency? There's two potential scenarios. Number one is once you've actually built the skills yourself. So the example I gave you earlier is I had spent... I've been online since 2005, okay? So even before I started Health Runner, I'd been in business for 13 years. I was in the trenches and I was building these skills. When I started Health Runner, I took it from zero to multiple seven figures in a few years. I was doing the work. I was built, refining the skills until a point where I thought it might be a decent idea to outsource this to an agency and obviously lesson learned. But that's probably the only time I'd recommend doing it is when you have the basic skills. You're good enough to be dangerous and you understand what good looks like so you can hire properly. That's the first scenario in which it could make sense to look at an agency. The second scenario is when you can afford the best one. I, I think, again, it's different than when you're endeavoring in a coaching relationship. If you're looking to hire a coach, yeah, don't get the cheapest one because generally they're not that good, right? But I think the difference here is with an agency, they have such a big stake in the growth of your business or its demise. You can't mess around with this. So if you're looking to get an agency for a few grand, save your money. Like honestly, invest in your own skills and your own growth until you're at the point where you can spend 15, 20, $30,000 a month on an agency to actually do an amazing job. Don't even bother. But here's my two cents on that is if you're going to get to that point and you're going to spend 15, 20, 25, 30,000 a month on an agency, why don't you hire the best person in the world to do the work 
and hire them full-time in-house. You'll get much more owner-like commitment. You'll get someone who's fully vested in your business if you've structured their compensation properly. You're not going to have to, you know, if they're the right person, you're not going to have to nag them, all this kind of stuff. But you're, you're bringing someone who has expertise and experience, embedding them into your culture, into your company. And there's a massive difference between having people outside your company versus inside your company. So after we spent four years and $550,000 on four different ad agencies, we said, I said, I'm like, this is nonsense. I'm not happy with the results and we're paying a premium and nothing, nothing personally against these individuals, like great guys, good friends, nothing against them. It's just the nature, the dynamic, the relationship and the work was just not there. So we said, you know what? We're going to just, we're going to end this. We're going to bring everything back in house. And within 30 days, here's what happened with our ads. We decreased our cost per acquisition by 60%. And we were able, as a result of that, to triple our ad spend. So we, you know, we had hit a plateau or a ceiling with the ad spend we could spend with these agencies because of the different dynamics of this business. But once we took everything back in and we were monitoring the ads ourselves like a hawk, not once a day, but once an hour, like that type of owner-like commitment, the results went through the roof and we've never looked back. So that is, you know, my experience working with agencies, again, like nothing personally against them, but if you're a business owner, not just a technician practitioner in your practice, and you're serious about growing it, you have to take ownership of that. You have to take ownership of building the skills, building the infrastructure, building the team, because even if you get to a good point and you outsource everything, you outsource uh, you know, a chat team, you outsource your ads, you outsource your salespeople, you have a very fractured business. There's no cohesiveness. Communication is non-existent. There's no culture. You get balls dropping left, right, and center. It is so much better to have everyone in-house full-time focus on your stuff and your results will be infinitely better. You'll grow faster. You'll enjoy the process that much more. And that's just from my experience. Hey, thanks for hanging out with me in today's episode. Hope you enjoyed it. If you have, here's what I'd love for you to do next, is if you're not already subscribed to The Health Burner Show, go ahead and hit that button wherever you're listening to this to make sure you do not miss a single episode coming your way. And while you're at it, why not leave a rating or review? It would mean a lot to me. And here's why. Because I lay in bed awake at night wondering, are you enjoying this show? Do you get a lot of value out of this? And I never really know until I hear from you. All kidding aside, I would really appreciate a rating or review because as you know, the more people know about this show, the more people we can help and your ratings and reviews make a huge difference. So thanks for hanging out with me once again and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.